Hey guys, welcome to episode three of the Therapy Room podcast. I'm your friend Zip, and today we have a very special guest, my friend Nick Danby. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, so today um, we're, he's just going to be joining the convo, and uh, we're going to be talking about the queer experience going uh, with dating apps in the age of COVID and the swipe right phenomenon. Um, yeah, Nick and I have been working together for like a year now, and we've become pretty close friends. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to get this convo going. So with that, uh, we both live in San Francisco. You recently just moved to the Castro. Yep. Um, <laughs> first, like, what what type of dating apps do you frequently use? Well, um, <laughs> I use, uh, what do I use? I use Grinder <laughs> and Scruff. Never heard of that one. What's Scruff? Scruff? Oh, it's yeah. like Grinder, but it's um I guess originally it was supposed to be more for like uh like bears and um scruffy guys, I guess. But it's kinda it's like Grinder, but it's more you can write more on it. So I use that one and then um what else do I use? Uh I use a, a browser one called Sniffies, which is kind of more <laughs> low-key. It's really just a hookup app. Okay. It kind of gives you like Craigslist M for M vibes, but it's like 2020 kind of. <laughs> so it's not really dating so much, but yeah, uh, those are the ones I use. Cool. Yeah, I um I switch between three like Tinder I'll use, and then OK Cupid, and then do gay guys use OK Cupid or no? Yeah, I've used. Okay, so in the past when I was like, so like I guess like to be real clear like i'm not technically single I'm oh right married, yeah he's very married but i'm very married but of course as like most gay guys we have like an open relationship and mm-hmm. so we do like date and like see other guys um so i have used like tinder and okcupid in the past but my problem with those is that it's like mostly for like single guys looking for like a relationship and i'm not necessarily looking for anything that serious so i'm kind of like <laughs> yeah yeah. But what about Tinder? I feel like Tinder is pretty, like, I don't know. I feel like Tinder is, like, so hetero. Even when I'm, like, with the girls, I'm, like, I just feel like it's just so straight-leaning that I kind of... Oh, for sure. I think, like, in my experience, Tinder was, like, a lot of, like, tech bros, for one thing. <laughs> uh, here in, I mean, I've only used it here in San Francisco, so I don't know about other cities. And it's, like, and like I said, it's less, like, hook-up-y, which I thought was funny because when straight people told me about it, they were, like, oh, that's, like, how I hook up. And I'm, like, oh, cute. Well, maybe I'll, like, go on there and see, like, what the sitch is. And then I'm on there, and I'm, like, talking to guys. And, like, I put that I'm, like, partnered in there to, like, make it really clear, like, on my profile. And they're still being, like, oh, so, like, when are we going to go on a date? And, like, yada, yada, yada. And I'm, like, oh, well, maybe we could just, like, meet up first. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, cre- I also use, um like lex well it's like a app that just came out it's like it's kind of like you're reading a periodical in the paper where people are just like describing themselves and like what they want what they need it's very like i don't know it's like personals ads yeah like personals (laughs) i'm just like i feel like i'm in the 90s or something you know and there's no pictures or anything so that's so weird yeah yeah so it's it's i use it way less often um but people are, I feel like, a lot more forward on that because there are no pictures and they're just like, yeah, I just want to fuck today or, like, I just want this. Really? And like, yeah, they're very forward. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize that was, like, a thing. I kind of kind of love that. Yeah. But also that can be really... Intimidating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, eh. And lots of times I'll just, like, 
I'll reply, but then I'll just won't, I'll just stop the conversation there. Cause I'm just like, oh, do I really want to go check out their profile? Like with their picture? Do I really want to check out their Instagram? Like, it's just like too many steps, you know? Okay. And so it, question, when you like message someone there or someone messages you, do they send like a picture right away? No. Or is there a lot of back and forth? It's like, like, I feel like with girls, there's like a lot of like, oh, I'm just trying to get to know you. There's like, it's like, it's not very like sex forward. Usually. Oh. It's very like. How are yes. you? What do you do? Like, in my experience, anyway. But I mean, even when I'm just chatting with people, <laughs> I still want to see who I'm talking to. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I think sometimes I like the mystery, but then, mm. um, I don't know. If they're not attractive, does that make me shallow if I just don't want to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe as a gay guy, that's like a whole thing. I mean, like, there's the, like, the very, like, grinder, um, stereotype of uh npnc no pick no chat um yeah because there's a lot of like dl guys too i don't know if maybe this is for like lesbians too but like you know there's the whole phenomenon of like the dl guy who um uh you know doesn't have a picture or whatever maybe he's like straight in quotation marks um or like has a girlfriend or whatever and that's like some people seek that out i'm not my thing yeah not particularly yeah i'm not not into that yeah um like I just feel like on because okay so when I was in college I used to like go on grinder <laughs> as in pretend to be a guy oh wow that fish <laughs> yeah Did you use your picture and no oh, no okay. I was I would like go online and find like the whitest dude in the most checked <laughs> Oh, I, would, yeah, I love that. 100%. And like, but and like, I would just try to see what they were into, you know. And within like a second, I would get like five hundred messages. Like, I'm just like, wow, the people here definitely have a type. <laughs> <laughs> like, and do you feel like that's like, I don't know, just always been in like the gay, I don't know, gay apps, like just having preferences, quote unquote. Like, has that always been a thing? Oh, yeah. I mean, there also is, like, the phenomenon of if you're new to an app, to an area, you're going to get a lot of messages because, like, <laughs> like already, okay, so, like, I just moved, me and my husband just moved to, like, the center of the Castro, which is super nice. fun. And, like, we've been there maybe, like, a month, and, like, the first couple weeks, you could go on the apps, and, like, your your grid, basically, is, like, all new. You get all the messages from, like, the guys who've been around there a lot. Um, but then after like a couple weeks, you're kind of like old news already. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. But like preferences, that's something I think is like kind of evolving. People know now not to like put that down as much because that's like, I think there's been a lot of really good conversations and like, especially like more like the queer community as opposed to like gay, especially in San Francisco around like, you know, especially like racial preferences and um, and just all kinds. Uh, I think race is probably the most important though, because uh, people use. I used to see it all the time where it's like, I'm only looking for like white and Asian or Latinx or whatever. Um, yeah, you, you get called out now, which is good. Yeah, <laughs> I like never seen that in like the lesbian sector. I feel like that's like a very gay male thing, and I don't oh, know for why. Sure. For sure. Um, because of proximity to white supremacy and I mean I could get all political about <laughs> it um, I don't understand what you mean by proximity to white supremacy I don't really understand that oh like um 
in my experience, like gay men, like cis gay, particularly white men, but not necessarily white, like even like like men of color too, like really strive to be as close to like the societal ideal of like cis white masculinity as possible. And I think it's honestly like a like a kind of like trauma response in some ways, because that's like the way you're going to be the most accepted. Yeah. So I totally get that because yeah. I, I kind of play into that too sometimes. It's honestly like, especially as like a cis white guy, it can be easier to be like, to butch it up a little bit. I'm not obviously really that butch, you know. But I... <laughs> you called me bitch. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you called <laughs> Wow, Freudian slip. <laughs> he called me butch one time and i was like i don't want to identify as that and i was like what is that i mean i know what it is but like i don't know it's just weird to i mean i, I can see where you're going with that but I, I definitely don't identify it that way but uh yeah i kind of forgot what we were talking about um yeah. i like the soft butch is is <laughs> i feel like okay so there's this person named aggie that i'm obsessed with <laughs> at my work <laughs> She hasn't been there in a while, and it kind of makes me sad. But she's like older, well established, and that's like super sexy and turns me on. And uh, <laughs> if she's listening, uh, I mean, hi, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> you can have my number. Yeah, and um, I consider her more of like a soft butch, or like mm. yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about like all these labels uh with uh, the queer community because i feel like we're already also like different and like we're just trying to i don't know i don't know i think it's just like maybe we're just trying to be more special maybe being gay isn't special anymore we're just trying to it's not special. <laughs> yeah be more special i hate to break it to you <laughs> you ain't that special anymore it's not the 90s anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> we yeah, all have gay know. marriage now yeah. so we're 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 perfect <laughs> Um, so in your experience, like when you're on a dating app, like who messages you first? Like, Ooh, good question. Um, it depends on where I am. <laughs> uh, I tend to like to be the one who is messaged instead of the of messenger. Course. Cause I am a, I am what they call a passive talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't really know what that means. I'm not sure if I want to, <laughs> um, uh, but, um, Let's see, who usually messages me? Uh, I mean, all kinds of guys. Um, TBH. Oh, uh, wow. Mr. Popular over here. Kind of. Uh, Daddy. Not really. Not really. Uh, <laughs> let's see, who, who. Yeah, like I said, like, okay, so what I find really interesting is, like, and especially, like, if we're talking about, like, racial dynamics, too, when I go down to LA, we'll go visit my in laws, and they live in, like, East LA, so it's like, um, they're on Grinder. It's like mostly like um, Latinx dudes, uh, and uh, I get really popular down there just because I'm kind of like different in a way, uh, and I think that's something. That, and I also have like blue eyes, which is like always been a thing. Which is that's weird to me. Yeah, I agree. I hate when people bring it up because like, like of course, like you know, like it's it's cute when people are like, oh, your eyes are pretty, or whatever. I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, like I'm not gonna be a, an asshole about it. Yeah. But I also know why it's like a thing, you know. Yeah. And so I'm always kind of like makes me a little uncomfortable. I'm like, you're just like it's like some Aryan kind of shit. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to play into that. Yeah, yeah. Like your brown eyes are beautiful too. You know, like come on. But, yeah. Um, 
so like that's the thing here in the city it's kind of really interesting because if you know like gay people there's like a really weird hierarchy of like like there's probably even like terms for it but i don't even know them of like like where you stand on the like like one to ten scale kind of you know no i don't i don't know well like okay so like like i'm white and like semi butch so that probably makes (laughs) me like a like a six or seven but i'm not muscular oh i see so that's like really important so like so like generally like the kind of like more like fit in quotation marks guys like uh don't really message me so much okay uh usually oh also the weird thing now that i'm like 35 oh wow and old fart (laughs) uh, so i'm like a little older i kind of give off daddy vibes i tend to get really young folks messaging me a lot too as opposed to like older guys are you trying to be a sugar daddy are they looking for a sugar daddy well they ain't getting uh No, but they're looking for a daddy. I don't know. And I, I, I could do that. That's fine. I'm, I'm into it. That's cute. Um, So, like, the ca- moving to the Castro has, like, upped your game, I guess you would say. Like, upped your, like, I don't know. Unfortunately, I think it's a little too early to say just because um, it's, like, we're still in COVID. So, I can't really even That's really true. do anything, you know. It's we are in a, a pandemic. It's frustrating because yeah. I'm, like like water water everywhere but not a drop of drink you know (laughs) uh been like trying to figure out ways to like you know meet new people though and like have it be safe and everything and and there's you know i think there's like a whole conversation now around like um kind of harm reduction like how to date how to do like safer sex like with covid going on that people are starting to have so that's good i feel like people are like in my experience, just, like, leaning more on, like, pictures and, like, mm-hmm. and, like, maybe, like, a, a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. And you guys just, like, I don't know, get naked or something and just, like, do stuff together. Um, but I definitely feel like people are making the exception for, like, sex. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, they, they definitely, yeah. the boys are, for sure. I've yeah. seen a lot of, <laughs> a lot of shenanigans, which, honestly, like, like, generally, like, normally that would make me, like, oh, that's cute. I love it, you know. Um, I'm, like, super sex positive. But, like, right now it makes me really uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Or at least if I was going to, like, meet up with someone, like, I'm, like, you know, I want to make sure that it's, like, it feels safe and everything just for me yeah. and, and my own, like, COVID unit and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, for me, like, I don't know. Whenever I use apps, I'm never, like, the, like, hit it and quit it type. I don't know. I think with women, it's, like, it's more of I'm trying to find a wife. And I think it's not always the case, but I think, like, a lot of the times, you know, or, like, they're just trying to get you to join a little, like, their couple and they're open and they're trying to make a thruple, you know? (laughs) Is that on the app? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And I'm just, like, "Eh, I'm not into that, but, you know, do you? What's like the age range of the couples that are looking for a third? It's pretty young. Like I would say, oh. like my age. I'm 27, so like maybe like 25 to like 30, 35. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had it would have been like maybe in their like late 30s, 40s. Kind no, of I don't have my settings up that high, oh. but I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. But I should, um, because I'm looking for a daddy for sure. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, uh, do you think like dating? Because like when I first came to California or San Francisco in California, I thought that like it'd be so easy to like meet women and like mm. they just be like falling off the trees, you know. And when I came here, that really wasn't the case. Um, so do you think that like uh, dating apps is like the best way for queers to like meet other queers? Cause like even like the like before COVID like with the uh, the clubs and stuff there aren't that really many mm-hmm. clubs for gay people in San Francisco which was like wild to me. Yeah. So like obviously I've never really like dated women before. Oh, but... Such a loss. <laughs> I feel I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Who knows? Someday, you never know. uh, probably not. But uh, we'll we've talked about this before, but like more like back in the day like when i first moved to san francisco which was many years ago now it was like 15 years ago most of the girls i knew like they didn't use any kind of apps or anything like i was already like gay the gay men were already using apps because it's all about you know anonymous you know just straight up hooking up or you know even that way like a lot of people date by hooking up first and then they date afterwards yeah trying the goods yeah um, (laughs) which i'm all for but you know some people don't like it that way but my experience with, like, women, it was mostly they met through, like, their friends. So, like, there used to be, like, so many, especially where you live now in this area. I live in the Mission, by the way. Yeah, uh, where all the girls lived, and they would have these amazing house parties, and like, everyone knew each other. But the other thing, which was weird, was, like, it was also really, like, incestuous. It was always, like, oh, yeah, that's my friend. You're dating my friend's friend who, like, it was, like, <laughs> very, like, a whole family, and, like, there would be so much drama. Oh my god! And I think like most of the men I know would like not be able to deal with that because they like it to be very like, you know, gay men are so freaking uh, emotionally stunted where they like can't deal with that kind of drama, you know? Yeah. Dating, they want their dating to be like completely pristine and like I hardly even know this person that I've been (laughs) seeing for like years or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I. uh, I don't know. I think it's just been challenging for me to find, I don't know if I'm, what I'm really looking for. I think I need to be clear with that. Um, but yeah, I, I was just surprised. Cause like, I see a lot more like gay couples than like lesbian ones. Like if I'm just walking down the street, I'll just see like, not that many gay couples, but like more than I would if I was like girls or like females, whatever, or non-binary, whatever. Um, I just don't know what that is. It's just more gay guys here. Do you think, or is it just like you gotta go to Oakland? <laughs> That's what everyone tells That's me. The problem. <laughs> they all moved to Oakland. Hmm. Why? Especially like the queer girls, you know. Yeah. And they're still here. Like I know a lot of like queer girls that live here, but like it's not like a community like it used to be. I think, and and there's so many reasons behind that. It's like the community move. It's mostly like probably economic reasons. Like I think it's really important. Um, uh how do you say like um like in oakland you can have more of like you can have like a whole house with people like you can't really do that here as much yeah it's like kind of it feels more like community driven there than here here in this in a way if that makes sense i would have thought that like there would have been like gay i mean even if the economic like you know i don't know if the economics had a play in why they moved out like i don't understand why they wouldn't just like all move in together or like be roommates with each other and just like share a house or a space you know what i mean like why did they all just like decide just to leave san francisco no 
It's like interesting. It's weird. I think it's also like a kind of cultural exodus. There's this whole idea of like, oh, San Francisco's dead now, which I try and fight back with a lot because I don't think it is. I know it's like changed a lot, but I lived there a long time. I'm also, you know, full disclosure, I'm from the East Bay. So I have like certain feelings about like living over there and stuff that it's like not as glamorous for me. Yeah. So I'm not about to like be moving to Oakland anytime soon and like think it's hella cool. But um, uh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all good. Um, Yeah. And I, I just think I've noticed that like when I am using the apps, like I would love to like date someone who was like a person of color or like. And I just find that so uh, challenging. And I think that's all. Yeah, it's like, I was like, damn. I'm like back in Ohio almost, kind of, you know? Like, um, and it's, uh, I mean, I've dated white girls. Like, I'm kind of over that. Not over, over it, but like, I would like to experience something different. Um, yeah, so that's been, that's been interesting for me to explore. And uh, I've just learned how to be more patient with, uh, you know, choosing who I go out with and like stuff like that I don't know um let's see so like back when we were talking about like uh like the gay stereotypes uh on dating apps um do you think that gay people try to like mold themselves into that like stereotype or is it like a stereotype that's been placed on them you know what I mean? Like, do people go around calling themselves bears because they actually are, or do they just mold themselves to be that? Oh, yes, fully. <laughs> oh, they are that. Okay. Uh, well, so I think there's, like, in my experience, there are those who really do strongly identify with those labels uh, and with the communities around those labels. I never really have, personally. I do use some labels for myself, Um but I don't really strongly identify with any, like, one, like, specific community. Like, um, like there, I have, like, a lot of uh, crossover kind of with, like, bear culture, I guess, in a way. But uh, the weird thing with gay men is a lot of their subcultures have to do with your body type and, like... Yeah, it's interesting. And, like, your amount of, like, body hair and stuff like that. And <laughs> I find that really problematic because it's not really something you can do anything about like it isn't something like oh like if i worked out just a little bit i would you know look like this it's like straight up like what you're like god given yeah like you know genetic body type is and it's yeah. like why are we creating like a whole culture around that and i actually get the reason why is like you know because historically um the kind of in group was always this like very like uh fit thin you know uh, kind of ideal of masculine beauty so like the bear was kind of like a response to that of like well you don't fit in with that type well here we'll let you in here and then they end up creating also like a really exclusive environment where yeah. you have to be also a very specific body type they've also had huge issues with like around race in that community as well which is another reason why I'm not really super comfortable with them it's like very white um, <laughs> uh, I don't really like hang out with a lot of white people anymore either <laughs> as a white person <laughs> yeah uh, yeah <laughs> there are a lot of them around so it's, it's definitely uh there are yeah. there's a lot of intersections in san francisco with race and class too so i think that for yeah. me is like a, probably a bigger reason why i don't um uh you know like the white techie kind of population is just not really my my community <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
So like, yeah. So who do you identify as your community? Like, like when you go on the dating app, like who do you usually go for? Oh, um, let's see. Well, I tend to, um, I identify usually as queer, even though like, if I'm going to be really real, like I still think of myself as a gay man because that's just like how I have always thought of myself because I'm like cis and I'm like pretty, um, not mass, but you know, like I present masculine, um, ish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, it's kind of really like been tainted by like gay culture recently of like, you know, all this stuff. And so I, I tend to like queer a little better, even though I don't think I'm like really, like, I'm not very like gender queer or anything. Um, yeah. But I tend to like other queer guys as well, just because they also tend to be a lot more open with their sexuality and their gender expression. And I tend to like that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Even if they present like more strictly mask or femme, I like that they're more open to like changing up their identity. And to me, that's like a lot more fun than someone who's like, I have to wear these clothes because that's just like who I am or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and as far as like guys, I like tend to be attracted to it's kind of all, all over the place i like guys who are into me <laughs> oh so that's, perfect that's important yeah you know? but uh i don't have like i like to think i don't have a type but i mean yeah i say i probably do yeah there's a, that's a common thread i'm sure it, oh yeah i mean <laughs> if you've seen all the guys i say uh, i tend to like guys who are a little bigger yeah little shorter mm. mustaches oh sounds like your husband yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, but those are just physical. So, I mean, in the end, I'm kind of like, you know, a, an attractive man is attractive. It's true. No matter what, you know. Um, I like to think that I don't have a type, but. Um... <laughs> we all have type, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just think, well, so far it's been pretty white. Um, I usually go for like the artsy ones that are like, I don't know, like talent. Okay. Artsy. artsy yeah like they play music or like they they paint or like something creative because i like because i am so into science and stuff and i do do creative things but i like a partner who also like brings that out of me and like you know um but when i'm on apps i think it's also kind of all over the place it's like if you're because for me with apps you're just like oh are you pretty or are you not like are you sexy do you want to am i physically attracted to you and so it's like less about like what you do and who you are and more about like just like are you attractive mm-hmm. <laughs> at least initially and then like if i start talking to them i'll just be like okay okay what's what's what else is going for you you know um but yeah i have a habit of like just going with a pretty girl because she's pretty and then ignoring everything else that's bad about her oh. <laughs> yeah so um that's been my my experience um but do you feel like with covid and everything does like i don't know being on apps affected your mental health? Like, I feel like I've been on apps more since COVID than I was before, but it hasn't really affected my mental health that much, but I'm just curious about you. I've always been on the apps pretty heavily. Um, The only time I wasn't really were like a couple times in my life. One, when I first met my husband, we were both monogamous for like a year or two when we first met which I think was actually really nice for us. I, um, I'd actually never been in a, like, actually, like, open relationship until that point, so it was, like, really important to, like, have that basis first for me. 
Um, I'm kind of like of the generation where like I grew up on AOL instant uh, chat rooms. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, it's kind of me too. I mean, I when I was younger, I used to be in those chat rooms. Yeah. Trust. So, uh, yeah, I met my first boyfriend on like a. They weren't apps back then. They were like, they were like websites, I guess. Yeah. You know, like I've yeah. I even did Craigslist back in the day. <laughs> Not wild thing, thank god yeah uh ooh, i got some stories <laughs> but uh so it's kind of always been a thing for me i've never really felt like occasionally i feel negatively affected by it and it tends to be a lot more of just like comparing myself to the guys who i think are like hotter than me essentially and that's when i know i need to like stop mm-hmm. uh but in general like as far as like like, I've always gotten fairly good attention, so I've never really had negative experiences. Like, like some guys I know get, like, really negative attention on there and, like, have to delete it for that reason. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've always, you know, I'm pretty lucky, pretty privileged that way, for sure. Um, yeah. So for me, it's, like, generally a good thing. There are other not, I mean, non-dating apps that I need to be more careful with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um... Um, yeah, so I think there's definitely a uh, a type that goes on dating apps. And I think that sometimes, I think mental health can be kind of, um, I don't know, not, ex- I don't know if exploited is like the right term on an app. Like, I just think that like, people who maybe normally wouldn't put so much of their energy or focus on an app to meet someone are now finding it their only way to communicate with mm-hmm. like like queers and so like I think maybe it just puts added pressure where there wasn't any before um so yeah that's really all I have to say on that um yeah this has just been like a really great conversation <laughs> um I enjoyed having Nick here um he's he's uh he's a, such a treat and I'm so grateful to know him and love him um and yeah uh that's all we have for you guys today hopefully you guys enjoyed everything that we talked about and you learned something new if not great um (laughs) 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 yeah (laughs) um i hope to see you guys next week next wednesday for another topic that i have no idea what i'm going to do um but yeah as always be kind to yourself and i'll see you guys next week